Welcome to your Life and Restaurant Podcast, the podcast of restaurant owners, by restaurant owners, for restaurant owners, where together we discover a better life, balance, and profits. Here is your host, Jose Pepe Lamas. Hello, welcome my restaurant heroes. Welcome to another episode of Your Life and Restaurant. The episode dedicated to you, my restaurant heroes, that are out there every day, hustling, serving people, dealing with customers, dealing with employees, and just trying to make it all work. And that's what this show's about, trying to make you better, trying to give you tools, techniques, ideas, that will help you do your job, will help you serve better at your restaurant. And of course, have a better, of what we can say, a little more balance in our lives. Today, we have an episode that's all about HR, human resources. Sometimes when you're a small restaurant, you are the whole department of everything. You are CEO, you are director of marketing, you are the chef, you are the manager, you are advertisement, and yes, you are HR as well. It's part of taking on the many hats, and today I want to give you some tips of uh, how to handle this department, especially when you're very small. But there's some things that should be done to make sure you are in compliance and that um, you won't have headaches in the future. One of the things about a human resource department is developing work policies. Develop how you're going to hire, how you're going to fire, how are you going to promote? What are the compensations? What are the policies on uh, dress code, on attendance, on vacation? All of this must be decided beforehand, must be intentionally done. Sometimes when we're small restaurants, we really don't think about this stuff. But it should be well thought out before and put in writing. And the best place to do this, the best practice to do this is to develop an employee manual. You have to develop an employee manual where you will list your work policies, your dress attire, what happens if you you don't you don't come into work, how to call in sick, what are your vacation days, what are your sick days. All of that must be done in this employee manual. And that's something I see lacking in many small businesses. They don't have an employee manual. And we just developed ours maybe about six, seven years ago. So we didn't even have an employee manual. But it's something that must be addressed. This is something that you should look for advice on. Maybe legal advice or an accountant or something that could help you draft this because it's a very important document. 
It's something that you will have to hand out to every new hire you get and current hire, current employees if you're just implementing this for the first time. And in this employee manual, you're going to have to give them a form that they have to sign that says they received this manual. That's very important. You can't just hire somebody and give them the employee manual. You need to have a form that they sign and it says they received this manual. That's very, very important. And that manual, as I said, you need to put in your policies. You also need to put in there somewhere that they're at-will employees. At-will makes basically means they could leave without reason and that you can also let go of them without reason, obviously, as long as it's not discriminatory in, in nature or retaliation or any other illegal stuff. And that's where they will get all this information and as I said, make sure they sign it. And you have a copy that they signed the receipt of this employee manual. And this is very important. This must be done when they are hired, when they're filling that initial paperwork. And that's something we didn't do before. And it's something we were advised to do to draft this employee manual. And, and yes, it, it must be done and. Right there, we put their at will. We put um, how how frequent they get paid, their sick days, how everything would be um, done. And it's very important. It's something the big big uh, big businesses have this, but small businesses tend to put it to the side. But I suggest it's something that you should do. It should be part of your human resource function. Second thing that's very important, employee manuals one. The second is, and I learned this in school, and this should be taught to everybody, document everything. Don't leave nothing undocumented. Employee didn't show up, documented. Employee keeps missing days, documented. You had to discipline an employee, documented. Put it in writing. Have a have a specific journal or do it in your computer if even better. That way it could be time stamped. And just write down. Employee keeps missing days. Employees didn't show up. Just write what happened. Or if there was an occurrence between two employees. Or you had to talk to them about something. Or something suspicious going on. Maybe somebody's not doing right things. Document everything. Just write a quick note about what the situation is. This is very important also. Don't forget this. Document everything because everything is job related. Everything that goes on that business is job related and is to be put on writing. It will save you a lot of headaches in the future. As I said, try to do it something where it could be timestamped. It's easier doing it on the computer. That way you know when the file was created. And just write down a quick note of any incidents that occurred. Especially with employees. And this will save you a lot of headaches in the, in, in the future in case there's a problem. Third thing about HR is what uh, they recommend is 
progressive discipline. When you have a problem with an employee, most of the time it tends to be behavioral. And the way to do this is through progressive discipline. I mean, there, there are times when you need to fire right away if they're stealing if there's some type of aggression, if there's alcohol or drugs, then they should be fired on the spot. And most people, the way I see this handled, they tell them if they're if they're drunk on the job, just tell them, you know, uh, you're little. I know you might have a little much to drink. Just go home. We'll talk about this tomorrow. And then we'll use those twenty four hours to prepare for their. They're firing. Same thing with the if they're caught stealing. You have the proof. You already know they're doing this. Prepare for that. Make sure you have their checks ready to to pay them out. Especially in California, where where you need to pay them immediately if they have been fired. They have you have to pay them right after termination, and if they quit. You have to have their check within 72 hours. So there's this is something you must check on your state or where you live or what are the rules against this and for this. And this is part of human resources, knowing the laws and the policies and how things need to be done, as I said, so you are in compliance. So in these two cases, I'm very specific, stealing from you, or drugs, alcohol, those are things that should not be uh, allowed and should be fired almost immediately. But other than that, if they're having behavior problems, if they're not showing up late, maybe they're not doing things the right way or they're having problems here and there, you need to be a little bit more progressive. Don't jump the gun and fire them. And you do this by warnings. Right, the, the famous warnings, the written, written warnings. So if an employee keeps showing up late, you need to have this conversation with them and tell them you're, you're coming all the time late. Yeah, but I know I'm, you're coming the whole time. To- the important thing when you're addressing this is to always reemphasize the thing. So let me give you an example. I'm always coming in late. You're my boss. You talk to me. Hey, I notice you've been coming late every day lately. I need you to come on time. Yes, but it's because I moved. I, I know, I understand you moved, but I still need you to come on time. Oh, it's just like the traffic and then it's hard finding parking. It's like, I know, it's, it's just I still need you to come on time. So you just need to emphasize the issue at hand all the time. And they're going to come at you with excuses, but you just need to say, I need you to be on time. Everybody here is on time. And from there on, you need to do, if it continues, you could do a verbal warning. If it continues, then you need to put it in writing and say, I, I warned this employee here, here this day. We talked about this. And then that way they know something's coming up. If they keep missing days, same thing. Just put it in writing. Give them first warning, second warning. And then after that, you have something to show them that, you have been trying to work this out with them and it's just not working. And at that point, you can show them the, the, the warnings and be like, here's one, two, three. I can't 
we can't keep doing this. And I think at that point, you have to give them the option. It's like, if you want to work here, you're going to have to be on time. You're going to have to be responsible. You're going to have to follow the schedule. Because that's what we do here. And then just kind of leave it up to them. By that time, either they'll fix the behavior. But to be honest, if you go into the third warning, it's probably not going to change. And they're either going to have this hard conversation. They're going to decide not to work there anymore. Or you're going to have to do the hard thing and let them go. But it's very important, as I said, to do this progressively. Don't do it right away. And I know it's hard. It's hard letting go of people. And it's hard because there's still a staffing shortage. And it's hard to, you know, get that. You need somebody to wash the dishes, right? But it's something that it must be done. And and one of the things, I mean, we recently had this problem. This this uh, dishwasher wasn't... Um, performing up to standards he would kind of just come in late now and leave early and we knew it was just a matter of time this guy was not gonna work here anymore and um and you could tell there's a saying that we don't lose anything until we have first let go of as this guy he he didn't lose the job he was already kind of letting go of it right by by his behavior by his actions so then he finally, last Tuesday, he just didn't show up anymore. So yes, at the beginning, it's hard. Who's gonna, he had to prepare for us uh, salsa, lettuce, guacamole, all that stuff, and do some prep work and also wash some dishes. So yes, at the beginning, it's a little, a little tough. But we adjusted, we had to do things and... Hopefully, we already have a person that might be able to help us out. But for about five, six days, we were readjusting. And that's something you're going to have to do in your work. You have to adjust to things. No, it's not forever. It's just temporary. So what we were doing, a lot of the things he would prepare in the morning, since I was there at night or my father was there at night, we were doing them at night while we were there. While we were waiting for closing, while we were waiting for a couple tables to leave, we would just go on and quickly and do some some preparations for the next morning to help the guys out in the morning. And it's it's just a way of doing things. You have to adjust. You have to use your head. How can this work? When somebody's missing, try to find ways and techniques to make the job easier for everybody. And remember, it's just temporary. Sometimes we think we go to the extremes, like, oh, who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? It's just, um, you have to use your head. You have to use your head. Sometimes we just want to work through things, but you have to breathe. Think, how can this be done? About two weeks ago, one of my busboys didn't go, and he had uh, this emergency thing. So I couldn't get a busboy. It was a Friday night. It was a busy night. So I tell my uh, servers, there's going to be no busboy. Uh, we're going to do this. And um, so I kind of readjusted a couple things on our layout to make their little job easier for, for them to grab the chips and sauce and things they need. And we did it good. Then also at the end of the night for the cleaning, sometimes one of the things is that you must understand is that when somebody doesn't show up, <clears throat> remember you do have other 
workers there to help you. Just because the busboy didn't show up means you have to do the whole busboy's job. Or because a cook didn't show up or a dishwasher didn't show up doesn't mean you have to do everything. The point is this for your team members to understand this affects everybody. And they need to also feel that absence. This creates teamwork. This creates camaraderie where they're saying, oh, if so-and-so doesn't show up, it affects me as well. So let me give you an example. With this buzzer at the end of the night, well, the buzzer sweeps the whole restaurant and the, and the outside. That's one of the closing duties. So instead of me, as I'm doing other stuff, sweeping the whole restaurant, I go and tell all the servers, you have this section, you're going to sweep this section. You have this section, you're going to sweep this section. You have the outside, you're going to sweep the outside. Tell the cooks, I'm sorry, this guy didn't show up. You're going to have to sweep the kitchen, and I will sweep the front and the office and so on and forth. So what did I do? I spread it around. So spreading it around like that, it doesn't feel as heavy. And that's when I say using your head. Don't think somebody didn't show up. I have to do all this. It's about using your head, working around it. And remember, it's not going to be forever. If somebody's gone, it's not going to be forever. Eventually, you will find somebody take off that plane. And also, one of the things before, and this does have to do with HR firing, is my dad, he was very hesitant before at uh, letting go of people that were underperforming or if they had bad behavior, they were just not, they, they were just not a good fit. And the thing about this em- employees is that once you know an employee, problem employee, just as the one that just left, the thing is that you don't want to fire them because you're like, okay, who's going to wash the dishes? So I'm going to be left scrambling to look for somebody. The thing is, 90% of the time, these employees will leave without a warning, without a notice, that will just stop showing up. So in essence, you still be left scrambling. So would you rather wait for this employee just to not show up in the day you don't know whenever they feel like it and you're going to be left scrambling? Or would you rather have some control of what day you can let them go and you make arrangements for that? I think the latter is better. And that's something I was trying to get to my dad. I'm saying like that. If you don't let them go, he's just they're just not going to show up one day. You're not going to know when. And if you let them go, at least you're going to know when. Yes, you're still left scrambling, but at least you have a little more control. And that's something we're working on. It's hard. But it's part of your HR. And uh, what I went over today, I hope it was a, it was a good workout. I think, uh, as I said, uh, human resources, you are the human resources head. It's just one of the many hats we have. So remember, you need to do this employee manual so you can develop these work policies. Make sure there are will employees. Make sure they sign it. And um, get some help drafting this thing. It's it's going to be a little long. It is a, it's a, it is a document that will need to be printed out and you will spend a little money on. But once you have it, it's, it's going to be a great tool for you, especially, as I said, in, in compliance in uh, making sure you're, you're following laws and policies and stuff like that. Also, again, document 
everything. Everything is work-related. Put everything in paper. And third, make sure when you're dealing with a problem employer, make sure you have that progressive discipline. First warning, second warning, third warning, and then unfortunately sometimes you have to let them go. But make sure it's 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 progressive. Try to work it out. Find out how you can help them. See if it's something from your part. Sometimes we, it, it might be our part that we're, we don't have them in the right place. We're not giving them the right tools for them to succeed. So first, ask yourself if there's something else you could do to help them. Then if not, go through this progressive discipline and and see if they change their behavior or not. And that's all we have for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was very resource human resource oriented very concrete tips that uh will help you in your business and my one of the goals for this podcast is to make sure your restaurant runs smoother and with these tips and tricks we gave you today it will run smoother it will be more In compliance, it will be more legit. It will give it more credibility. It will give it more respect. And sometimes workers need that. Employees need that. They need to know this is serious. And and hey, listen, business is serious. Work is serious. It's our life. This is serious matter. So we need to take utmost consideration when we're dealing with employees, when we're dealing with human resources, when we're dealing with policies, when we're dealing with laws. It's serious matter. Thank you, my restaurant heroes. I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you like this podcast, please share it with others so we can continue to grow. And you know you will always get good tips from here that will going to help you in your restaurant and in your life. <laughs>